You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. If it's Moitzoy Shabbos, this must be Rizcha Daray. So the last Moitzoy Shabbos of the year, right before Suichas. And I'm Avram Kivalevich, and I'm here with the Kloid Kedushas, Chayrosoy, Harav, Rabbi Yosef, Gavriel, Bechofel, as we stand right before Suichas. And Rabbi Yosef, uh, I happened to, to thinking about Suichas, that event of going uh, to the Beis Maybe I think there's Zoom Suichas you can uh, peep into and be inspired from. Uh, what resonated in my mind was the famous Ramban at the end of Parshas Boy, where he says, and I, and I quote, Kavonis Roimen Musakel, Bitfilois, the Kavonis Boteachnisios. Ramamus, Ramamus Hakol? Yes, Roimenus Hakol Bitfilois, the upraising of the voice in davening, that great, whether it's health god, whoever it is, the Kavonis Boteachnisios. The whole idea of having this big event, everybody comes to show, and they're all there. Vizchus, Tfilas Arabim, and everyone is there for Slichos in such an unusual way, whether it's one in the morning, whatever it is tonight. It's all to have a place. Yiskabtsu, that they can get together, hopefully with distancing, socially correctly. Vyoidu le'el Shebaram. So we can all be mighty. God, you created us. And you brought us out of nothingness into this world, into this moment and this time. And by having a big deal, making slichas and all these events into a big deal, the Ramban says, this is just a hechitimtze to say, to be able that we can say honestly in front of God, we are your creatures. You created us. We believe in that. That is what the Ramban puts on the kud on what the whole idea of, of making a big deal about an event like Slichos is. So tell me, Rabbi Yosef Gavriel, what do you think? Do you, uh, obviously, Corona makes things different in terms of going to the place maybe you'd want to daven, but what do you think? Uh, where, how do you view this period of Slichos that we're starting and, of course, leading into the Yom Narayim? How important is a chazan? How important is the kal? What do you think has to be the person's state of mind? Well, first of, of course, the person of the chazan is important. Uh, to me, it's more important that he be a person who's erlich and uh, full of uh, yashvus and yerushalayim, and he has a good voice. I, you know, they say that the older you get, the more likely you are to get into chazanus. Uh, that uh, somehow it's like uh, with the deterioration of old age comes an affinity for chazanus. But I have not found that so much about myself. Uh, so I'm not into the um, raptures of the uh, cantorial world. Uh, what I would and the yeshivas in general, they train us not to have so much kavanah during slichos, as we know very well from uh, the famous statement of Rav Utner, Tov ma'at shalom kavanah mehar kavanah. It's good to have a, say a little without kavanah and a lot without kavanah. That uh, the yeshivas, uh, uh, they run through slichas, they skip several slichas, which is good that they skip, which is bad that they run through. And there's no emphasis put on trying to understand the slichas or they're trying, in fact, to have kavana during slichas. Um, 
that being said, uh, of course, uh, 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 what has the capacity to pursue this on one's own. But when again one gets the passages like it's nobody is looking and trying to find out what does it mean uh, and therefore we're kind of stuck in this uh, in the uh, the careers and the others um, a deluge of new and innovative language which of course for us is uh, tremendously obscure. I think the Spartan have it better in this respect because their speakers are much more simple and much more understandable and they're the same, I think, every day. Yes. They don't switch so you can get a, a, a familiarity with the speakers. So the question is what Ashkenazim are actually gaining with the speakers um, besides the esoteric advantage of the Gimel Midos. So I think that uh, the only thing we really get out of speakers is the demonstration of the Mesilus Nefesh before HaKadosh Baruch that we get up early in the morning or stay up later at night in order to say slichas. That's about it. Um, uh, but sometimes there is uh, there are times when the Raimamus Koyal, uh, which Rambana is speaking about, does have an impact upon us. Again, asking the right person, the right type of person, and it's again more the Erlichkeit uh, in the person than the, the voice, although I guess there are many people who are put by the voice itself. I think it's dominating with a Shliach Tibor who is somebody who is an exemplary person which has more of an impact. The problem of Shlichas being meaningless to most of us who mumble the words in the morning, I don't know what we're supposed to do about that. Well, as you know, we talked about uh, Rav Hirsch last week. Rav Hirsch in Chorev has a very famous uh, section where he talks about Piyutim and Shlichas and how, unfortunately, they don't have the same power. We know when Hirsch was in... Um, one of uh, which was his uh, Steller before he was in Frankfurt. He yeah, was Moravia. trying to. Nicholson. Where was he? Moravia, Nichols. Moravia. He was trying to actually doctor some of. They say he wanted to doctor Kol Nidre and some other things. He actually, as as a young man, realized that unless you put effort into understanding what the slichos mean, the piyutim, not just the slichos, but throughout the whole Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur Tkuf, especially like you said, according to Ashkenazim, it really becomes an exercise in futility. You need to learn it and understand it. And um, because of that, uh, we we do have a problem. I mean, we could, as you know, maybe take a little bit away from some of our dafyomi learning and other learning and spend some time giving some shiurim, just like just like the Rav, Rav Soloveitchik, uh, created a, a brand new interest in the kinnis with all their obscure, uh, obscure language. I, I think a similar thing we could get people into at least taking selected butim uh, uh, that are part of slichas and part of uh, part of the machzer and get to know them. And this way, people would know them in advance and wouldn't be scrambling uh, to figure out what they mean without necessarily going over to the svaradim. I think there is an eight. I don't think it's going to happen, but I think there 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 could be a grassroots working that those words should mean more. I mean, look, hergel nasateva. A person could get uplifting from 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 Rachem no invention or Rifaenu and Davening. I talked about this when we, we talked about this months ago when we talked about going inside for COVID. But when something is new and exciting, it does have the potential. I, I think we butchered things by not by, by not investing enough time, either in shortening and and focusing on what we should. Right? Uh, we've thrown the towel in, um, and I think that that's a problem. In other words, let me just be clear. We could have either have spent time learning 
about what the slichos mean and sacrificing other stuff, or shortened and come up with the best of slichos and, and concentrated on working on those. But we've done neither. Uh, we, we, we've created uh, arts grow machsayrim, which give people a chance to check things out in advance, but uh, I don't think that really satisfies things. Um, let me ask you something I else. I the idea. I like, I like that idea. Maybe we should do that next year. Uh, explore, explore, exploratory, explanatory slichot. Okay, but again, again, Schwab, I believe, did uh, one of his last svarim, I think, was a safer on uh, the the piyutim with biurim. I, I think we could definitely, I think that, that will work. Um, and I think, look, you know, we talked about this last week. The Pythonim, you talked about the Kalir. Again, he's only one of, he's the tip of the iceberg. These men were, were we talked last week about the Malvin. These men were inventing things out of thin air almost. A, a new poetic language based on Arabic and other things like that. Again, I don't want to get into the whole Mechar uh, issue from last week. But based on what used to be the forms of, of, of classic Arabic poetry, uh, acrostic Arabic poetry, they created these, these, these works that shouldn't just be mummified, but can really be understood. Let's give Goldschmidt and everybody else credit for everything that they've done in this area because uh, how important it is. And realize we can't do 100%. Let's have some Chachamim figure out. Let's do 25%, 30%. I think people will have a tell else. Let me just say one thing about the Spartan. Uh, I, I had this, uh, I was, I, I went through a number of trubas from Rav Gorin over the last couple of weeks. And it's available on our podcast site, some of the material there about Rav Gorin. And uh, Gorin actually, uh, they asked Gorin, can't we come up with a nusach for everybody? And this is sort of like a, a, a simplistic Eretz Yisrael type of question. Why can't we add, we're all in Eretz Yisrael now, let's come up with one nusach. And Gorin says, of course, it's going to be very hard, very difficult. But one thing he does say is, which I just want to share with you, he says that, yes, there are chazonim by the Ashkenazim and by the Sephardim, the chazan. But the, but the people in the Kehillah, the people take a greater part. You've davened in the Sephardic minyonim before, right? I, I've been davening Sephardim Yom and the Ryan for the last 10 years. Uh, I don't know if you know about that. No. 10 or 12 years, I forgot already. When I broke oh, my I... ankle, 2009. So that's the last, this will be the 13th year I've been davening with the Sephardim. Um, and everybody takes part. Everybody has a little bit to say. Yeah, the Chazan is the leader, but there's a lot more empowering of the people in, in, in the Kehila. Can that work to make it more than just sitting back and listening to health cut gorgle? Which, which, by the way, I'm actually, uh, you're, you're not even 60 yet, so stop talking about being so old, all right? But I do appreciate Chazonis now when I didn't. But again, well, maybe of, when I reach your age, I appreciate Chazonis. Okay, could be, could be. We'll see who has more gray hair at that time. But the point is, um, uh, instead of just listening to Health God Gargle, maybe there should be more participation, you know, there, like there is, and participation doesn't just mean everybody saying, you know, and shuckling and sweating and stuff like that, but actually giving people in the, everybody in the minion has a little job to do. And they're sort of like a miniature, yeah, this is your turn, whether you have a good voice or not. And that could give people more of a sense of connectedness. What do you think? It could, yes. So what that, you do in practice? That, that's what, but, but that's what Gorin was thinking. He felt that, or Gorin thought, that could work. Too much emphasis on the Chazan or the Baltfila, 
and you know, really in a way, uh, it's beautiful at one point, but it also causes a disconnect. When you know you're part of the show, right? You're all part of the show. You don't have the lead, you don't have a solo, but you're all part of it, like the Ramban talks about. We're all raising our coal, not just the Chazan raising his coal, we're all doing it in some way. I think that could also be an aid so that could work. So um, those things can definitely help. Um, however, I think this year, have you heard any um, um, uh, directives about people not singing because they're afraid by opening their mouths, uh, uh, aerosol uh, bacteria is going to be released? I have not heard anything like that. Uh, it makes sense, though, right? I do, but I have not heard anything like it. I think it makes sense. I mean, you know, the idea of, uh, of, 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 of being there. And of course, um, let's talk a little bit about Chabad. Chabad, I think, doesn't even care about the Slichas before Rosh Hashanah, right? I think they're... No, no, if I care. They have no Slichas after Tzong Gedalia. Their, their first Slichas is at Tzong Gedalia, right? No, their last Slichas is at Tzong Gedalia. Oh, they don't have Slichas during a series of Mechuba, though? yeah. Does that? What do you think? Does that make sense to you? No, not at all. But many things about Chabad don't make sense to me. <laughs> Here, okay. But I'm saying we're talking about we're talking about less is more. I mean, that's part of what we've been discussing. Less is more. Uh, less right. lichus, more involvement and understanding. I mean, good. Mm-hmm. Listen, you, maybe people, you know, in Mars will be listening to this uh, broadcast of Rishla Daraisa and figure out. Oh, we finally figured out. Uh, the enigma of slichas, how how can work? So you know, well, let, let, my, my personal problem is that this year I have no yeshiva to dominate because yeshiva I do dominate in the past has been was closed out in a very scandalous way. I don't want to talk about it right now, but um, the uh, as a result, I have no place to dominate at least near my house I'm aware of, except for the local shul, which I plan on attending. And local shul, they have the shita. Don't skip anything. Uh, you know, not, don't skip anything, and they say all quickly without uh, with the Baobatim quality kavana, which I'm not. So I think it's even less sometimes than Yeshiva should kavana, and uh, it's very frustrating. I don't know what to do with Rosh Hashanah. They start an hour and a half before Shachlis, so they can say all the slichas. I have never said all the slichas in Rosh Hashanah, no more than 10, usually. I guess I have to come like 45 minutes late. Uh, it's it's uh, a very frustrating thing to have no minion in which you can uh, say slichas, at least in yeshiva, and I'm sure they went somewhat slowly and they have more kavana. And I was able to snoop in on the only slicha which I find, I should say slicha that I find most meaningful, which is not said by most people. I think it's bakasha by Ritzvadigal, which appears in the, um, around the, the, the Asham news at the end of uh, slichas by Rosh which is a beautiful, beautiful, uh, I don't know, it's not beautiful, it's really a tefillah, but a beautiful tefillah, which, of course, everybody skips. Uh, and it's beautiful, it's understandable, it's requests, it's, it's, it's an incredible thing, and uh, people skip it, of course. But if you dive in the meeting, which you have uh, slowly, you can actually find the time between slichas to say it. I know I'm rambling, but I think that this is a big problem that every, all of us face. And what is this period of slichas supposed to bring us, except for exhaustion, and uh, and uh, and uh, as a result, the exhaustion, tension, and anxiety during the day, and so that tension, and anxiety, snappiness, and therefore a form which is more important than It's just as as our president says, a disaster. Wow, 
I, I didn't expect you to be quoting uh, uh, the Manuvel and Mushchus uh, right before going at the Slichas, but I guess look how frustrated you are. I, I have another, I have an answer for you, um, and I, I have to look. Don't in- tell me it includes coming to Elizabeth. Don't tell you what? It means coming to Elizabeth. <laughs> I don't know if I'm in Elizabeth. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know where I am. I'm not sure if I can go to Shul or not. My son came back from Eretz Yisrael and he didn't quarantine and I don't even know. So what's happening here? Uh, so so my slichas might be happening right here. Uh, but I, I'll tell you, I saw Rebel Yoshev when it came to Kinnis uh, on Tishabov, I know his Hanoga was to say everything and he would spend the whole afternoon almost saying it. In other words, he wouldn't skip a thing. He'd go to davening, but he'd be holding Hu In other words, he was there, and, and, but he had his own pace, and he said everything. So uh, what, what, what I'm thinking, borrowing a page from Rebel Yoshev, is that you, when you're there, you're not going to say everything. But what you are saying, you're saying slow. Okay, it's hard to, to not scream that you'd give Omidas out. But basically, the payet that you're working on is one shtickle. So they've done three or four, and you're, you're working on one. It's sort of a similar option to what I was saying before, but at least this way you are saying the slicha, and you're getting the most out of it, despite the fact that the people are, are saying it at somewhat of a quicker pace. And at least you've said stuff. And if you want, you can, you can, can be mocking. I actually want to say one other thing on this, and, I, and I've thought about it, obviously a little bit more than you have in certain ways, which is, it's not surprising, but one thing is, is the... <laughs> is the well, look, I, I asked you what you want to talk about. You said, listen, uh, whatever, you, you know, what's to talk about sleepers. One other thing is, I don't know if saying that you give them... Uh, excuse me, before we go on, fair is fair. I just want to tell our listeners, and I won't say what it was, that the most devastating insult I ever received in my <laughs> entire on. life was from my dear colleague, Rabbi Brom Kibbelet. Okay. So if you want somebody who knows how to snuck the other guy out, you should know he's the man to go to. Oh, okay, come on. This was uh, come on. I, I, I was looking at it edgewise. All right. Yes, I am. I am the Don Rickles of the rabbinical set. Yeah. I am the insult. Yeah. Uh, the Don Rickles. The Don Rickles of the yeshiva world is Avram <laughs> Kivalevich. Okay. Here's the. Um, here's what I was thinking. Uh, what I was thinking also is, in the Yudgimomidos, they're so holy. You're saying Hashem, Hashem. Maybe we should again less piyutim and less time, less invoking of the Yudgimomidos. I know uh, you have to because the Shari Shamayim have to be Niftach, but I believe it's almost a bizarre to the Yudgimomidos. If we say it so often, we just keep on repeating it and get, become robot-like. Three times the Yudgimomidos. That's it. Okay? What do you think? Do you agree? Chabad actually does that Arab Rosh Hashanah. I don't think it's three times, but they actually, they are Mitzarev Several, uh, they don't skip anything, of course, because that would be not Chabad, but uh, <clears throat> they they tack on several of the Piyutim to each Piyutim um, uh, So they say fewer. I think it's like three or four tacking, not uh, because they a bunch of Piyutim together. So yeah, I think it probably would be uh, have uh, uh, an impact to say Piyuminos fewer times. I agree. Yeah, let's talk about one last thing here before we sign off for the year, because I think uh, next Mitzay Shab is... Um, it's, it's, it's the Rosh second day of Rosh Hashanah. I don't think we can be machal yontif for Rizcha Daraisa. Um, the uh, one la- let, let's talk about. Uh, do you think there's a Mila? I know when I was in Nair Yisrael, which is where I. And by the way, I want to tell you, it wasn't like Chaim Berlin the way you said it. 
in their Yisrael, you might remember what Elozman was. It was like the difference between Chayshe Hanor. It was like it, it, it was like I didn't even know what 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 happened. All of a sudden, uh, when he became Zman for Yom Naroyim, the the, the the sense of Eman Cherdas Adin was was incredible. But we did the first slichas in the morning. We got up early in the morning. We didn't do a Moitzei Shabbos slichas. Do you want to talk about that? Do you think that is anything lost by the Oyel Matera doing it in the morning and not having that first one on Moitzei Shabbos? What do you think? I, I think most of the Matera does it at night. I, I know. I don't, I don't remember Nerysol being in the morning. Yes, um, Moitzei Nery tells they do it on the first slichas is Sunday morning. Uh, well, now that I told it to you, what do you think? Does that you think that would make a difference? Listen, I prefer nighttime altogether. What um, do you think? Do you let me ask you one more question? Okay, you're, you're giving me some quick answers, a lightning round. Here's no, enough. Just, I just want to say, I have more kavana at night than in the morning. Okay, you think more kavana at night? Yeah, but yeah. that's part of part of it is what we thought. What we were talking about before. It's a, it's a. I'll say it in Yiddish. It's a aggressor trask. It's like a big deal. Oh, wow, we're here at night. We're usually not here. It's like late and we're here and, and it's late. So it, it, it's the event, what it's about. It's like the big event that like the Ramban is talking about. Let's talk about, um, uh, we talked about uh, having Slichas at night and not during the day. Um, what would you say about, right, as you know, there are many Balabatim uh, who, cannot get up early that early because they're on the train already, wherever they're going, and they can't stay up till Chatzis. And it, it became a moda. I think it was an American moda. I don't think it was happening in Europe, but who knows, probably some places in Europe, yeah, that yeah. people started davening 9.30, 10 o'clock. I, there's probably some shuls now that have already started as, as we're talking here around 10, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And of course, we have Rav Moshe's Tshuva, uh, where he talks about how... <laughs> Right, it talks about how it's only the biggest bidiyevit for people that are cholim and can't stay up. Uh, what's your take on that? About I understand. I understand. do the chatchila. The ten o'clock at night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, we know so, we know it's not an esrot sign. We know that it's not. Uh, you don't have a tikkun. Especially l'shipasi, that the ikar of v'slichas b'zman hazeh is showing them serious nefesh of getting up or staying up an abnormal hour. So doing it at ten o'clock defeats the entire purpose. There's really it's it's like a, a novel bishul satayra, and when it's going out and saying it's slichas at a time which is convenient to me and not the time which Chazal would the uh, were preferred, not the time which slichas mentions. So yeah, I think that that's um, again I did it one year saying that I'm in Chicago. One of the first years, I figured that I'm not going to get a meeting for slichas in the morning. It's too early for me for slichas. I remember exactly what the question was, maybe because Chabad doesn't say Slichas or Sesh Mechuba. I was signing the Chabad Shul. I went to 930 Slichas and it was packed. And, you know, they need to be dominant with some Kabbalah. It was Chazidish Shemini. But to me, afterwards, I felt extremely, extremely uh, um, remorseful that wow. I actually indulged in that. I'm surprised. In other words, you felt, you felt guilty that you, had, that you had somehow shortchanged and taken a shortcut in your Avodah Hashem and Frumkeit, even though it was for the sake of our Batsas Taira, for being the, for being that incredible Magid Shir at Bnei Ruvain in the Chabad, you felt bad about right. it, about doing it. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, look, Alavai, look, Alavai, we should feel bad about the Averis Hamurois. I mean, I, 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 I hear where you're coming from. <laughs> yes. Alavai, we should have, 
Avarish have Harot and Bittel Tera and Washin Hora. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy to hear that you're Mischarit and a Minig, a Minig of. of it's mentioned okay. in Makairis and Medroshim. Okay. But, uh, yeah, the Levitz gets back off her again. <laughs> <laughs> I need something. I, I haven't. 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 I I and our Chachma together for many years to come. Amen. Kane Yerotzer listen. Obviously, uh, Rabbi Yosef, uh, although I want to say of all the programs that we do, and we I do a number of programs, this is probably the closest one to Beli Kachal Sraku Pirchas. Most of the other programs, including one of the ones you were on before, uh, I have to be more uh, uh, the moderator and be more moderate. So even though this is a little bit of an act, it's not exactly me. And you know, I don't mean any of this stuff. We're, we're just trying to get good ratings, but I hereby ask Michiel, not from you, but from the rest of the kill as well, and a special Michiel for Hirsch Eisenberg that I implied last week that the man did not know German, that he wasn't able to read these scholarly German articles. His granddaughter's, <laughs> his granddaughter's <laughs> husband took me to the woodshed and said, love the show, but of course, my, my of course, from Hersch Eisenberg did know. Look, we don't prepare this. We don't uh, fact check it, and that's a mechila to almost everything that we say. Uh, we just try to get up here and bring up some resichos. And of course, Shvios Miyovin, Minister Esnakeni, have a, a good convention at Solomon. And Mir Tashem, we again. I, I think in this will end. You got to agree with me. Tich l'shana v'kolaiseha. Is this year we definitely mean that? Take everybody. We'll see you, Mir Hashem. I would say when, right before Yom Kippur, probably. Right before, right before Yom Kippur, will be in a whole matzah of tahara. Take care. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.